0: Good morning, welcome to week two of this personalized mentoring program. I would like to thank you um, especially for joining me and joining with me, allowing me to journey with you as you discover your true strengths and help you start deploying your true strengths in your different workplaces as well as in your businesses. Um, I believe it has been a very productive week one. I believe you have discovered some information about yourself that you didn't know. And um, one thing I have noticed is that once we become deliberate and intentional about learning who we are, we'll get to learn a lot about ourselves. This is because strength especially we are um, because it comes natural for us we tend to overlook it but when we are deliberate to look out and identify what these strengths are um, we get to know so much that we can do and use them so in this week we will be dipping into or going into how we can use or identify our real strengths or our true strengths. The strengths you have um, identified by personal reflection as well as from the personality test will be very helpful as we go along in this program. So bear in mind what you have. That's why I asked you to screenshot um, your strengths and weaknesses when you did the test. Is for you to have something to reference when I give you subsequent exercises for you to do. So by our outline, um, today we'll be talking about uncover the myth. And if you notice, in the pre program questionnaire I sent to you, I asked if you are aware of any myth or cliche about strengths and weaknesses. The reason why I asked this question is to discover and not assume whether there are myths or cliches or quotes that you may be operating by or walking by or living by consciously or subconsciously. So before we proceed, let me reiterate my, the aim of this program that, I'm, that you have um, come on board with me on. The aim, the goal is, my goal is to see that you are amongst the 2% people who are using or who are playing by their strengths or to their strengths okay and you are playing to your strength most of the time because you're now deliberate you're now intentional about it so today i will be um listening to you and explaining three myths and three countering truth so i will list the myth and truth so if you don't have a pen and paper close by you can pause this recording and go get a pen and paper so the first myth is as you grow your personality changes as you grow. Your personality changes, but the truth is, as you grow, you become who you really are, or who you already are. You who you become who you already are, not who you really are. but You become who you really are. The second myth is you will grow in the most. You will grow the most in the areas of greatest weakness. Why the truth is, you will grow the most in areas of greatest strength. Again, the myth too says you will grow the most in areas of greatest weakness. But the truth is, you will grow the most in areas of greatest strength. The third myth is that a good team member does whatever it takes to help the team. But the truth is, a good team member deliberately will take note of key terms, deliberately uses his or her strength to the team most of the time. So I'll go back to the first myth and explain briefly. The first myth says that as we grow, our personality changes. This is not true because your personality is who you are. It's something you are born with. It is your inborn truth. For example, you carried out your personality test. If you, maybe after two months, do that personality test, you will realize that the core of your personality doesn't change. If you are an introvert, you remain an introvert. It's not like you grow from being an introvert. As you're growing older, you become an extrovert. No, it doesn't work that way. But one thing I have observed with myself is that I always use myself as an example so that it's more relatable. What I've observed with myself is that as I grew, as I grew, grew older, I became, more, well, I like more um, interactive, and not in the way that is when we do it because I'm an introvert. I'm more interactive with people I have come. To so form a community with, okay. Once I'm familiar with you, I become more chatty, more interactive with you. But one thing I have observed also that, over the years, because of my melancholy nature, we I I I am ten I have a tendency to, in a new environment, to observe more. So because of that, I, because if I observe more than talk first. It has helped me hone and develop my active listening skill. And at least that is one skill that has, or strength, because the strength. That is one strength that um, people have applauded me for. Because I will listen to you and respond to what you are telling me. So as an introvert, I have grown to develop my skill in that way. But I do not grow to change from being a melancholy to become a, a sanguine. No, I am who I am ready But I am becoming better because my environment is making me, okay, my, my environment is enabling me, encouraging me to become more of myself. One thing you should know is that in a new environment, as, um, as the law of natural selection says, we will always grow to adapt, or or adapt to the environment. For us, developing the adaptable features doesn't mean that um, it changes who we really are. No, even Darwin's law says so. Um, I'm not going to go into science, but I know that those traits that are learned are not transferable. my science students who are listening those traits that are learned they are not transferable but they in the ones imprinted in our genes are the ones being transferred from one place from one from one generation to the next so in as much as you're in a new environment you learn skills like for example i have learned the skills of public speaking it did not transfer into my son okay so he has to grow up and if he thinks public speaking is something he wants to learn how to do, he will learn that public speaking and he will speak publicly and well. And if he gives birth to children, that skill of public speaking will not go into his children because it is not an inheritable trait. So the second myth says that we be, that we grow the most in the areas of our weakness. No. Later in the program, you understand that weakness is um, an activity that you do not like. It's not necessarily an activity you are not good in because there are some activities that you may be very good in, but you do not like them. You don't even look forward to doing them. When you do those activities, you feel so drained, you feel so tired, and if you have an option, you would definitely opt out and not do those activities so let me ask you would you want to would you want to keep doing an activity that you do not like that you do not look forward to that you would you, you're you looking for how an escape route definitely not but you would definitely want to grow in areas where you love the areas where you feel fulfilled the areas where you look forward to um to, to carrying out so the best and the truth of this whole thing is that we grow the most in our areas of strength because that is when we are playing at our strength that is when we are most creative that is when we are most innovative that is when we can be you can improvise and bring out solutions that will help solve a problem when we play at our strengths. The third myth is um, it says that as a good team member you do whatever it takes to help the team but a good team member deliberately uses their strengths most of the time for the team progress for the progress of the team so if you're working in teams and you're not the boss you have a boss um, you can go to your boss you can tell your boss okay i have identified that these are my strengths is it possible? Can we bring some together on how you can delegate a tax for me that allows me um deploy my strengths? Okay, my only advice to you, or in the area of where you have to act on your weakness, is that you can you should do that. If there is no other option, if there is no other person who can do it, but you can do it, even though it's a weakness. So you should only help at when it, it is the only option you have. So remember that as great leaders, um, great leaders engage individuals that have some strengths that complement their own. Because in teamwork, not about competition it's about collaboration it's about cooperation so as career professionals as business professionals or business owners you would own a business you have teams so my advice to you whenever you go out hiring your teams or your group of workers look out for workers look out for individuals whose strengths complement your own not whose trends will compete with your own, but the ones which will complement your own. Before I give you the tax of the day, um, I'd like to say this. I hope this has been very educative. I hope you have learned something new. Um, I am always open to your questions if you have any. So let's dig in into the tax of the day. We have three questions and I would like you to reflect on it and have answers for me later on when we meet at your various, at your specific time. So the first question is, which of these three myths have you consciously or unconsciously operated by? You remember the three myths? The first is that as you grow, your personality change. The second myth is as you you will grow the most in areas of your greatest weakness um the third means say as a good me- good team member you do whatever it takes to help the team so those are the three three myths have you consciously or subconsciously operated by them and the f- second question is how do you feel about the three countering truths the three countering truths are the first says as you grow you become who you already are the second day is you grow the most in areas of your greatest strength, and the third day is a good team member deliberately. Remember the keywords, deliberately uses their strength to the to the team most of the time. The f- third question is: what would you start doing today to remind you to operate by this truth? What would you do to remind you of this truth that you have heard? Okay. I'll repeat the questions again. Which of those three myths have you consciously or subconsciously operated by? Second, how do you feel about the three countering truth? The third is what you need to operate by your truth? What are the action points to employ now to remind you of the truth i hope this has been a very educative um, session and i look forward to discussing more with you later on today thank you and have a great great and blessed day ahead